started, let's get this party started. All right, welcome to another edition of our podcast, Life Restoration, that is. And I'm here with Eric Jason, and I'm Robin. So thank you for joining us. We are doing podcast number five, right? Yes. So what it says. What's going on, guys? Hurricane Irma. Hurricane Irma is on the way. Yes. Irma God. <laughs> Armageddon. Irma God. Uh, yeah. All right. So what does that mean? Well, for a lot of people, it means uh, a heavy amount of stress, anxiety. Um, I've seen people at the gas pump lose it already this morning when I was getting my coffee. They're like yelling at each other. It was gonna be a fist fight. Hmm. Um, water is yeah. gone. <laughs> there um, is no water. There is no water in the stores, and I think we've been rationed to Pringles and ramen noodle, huh. in in case it hits. So. But you're ready. You're legit on the ramen noodles. Well, I don't know about that, <laughs> it, but we'll figure it out. Yeah. But I think, yeah, it's, it's, there is a lot of stress and anxiety going on with everybody. I, for us, it's our first time going through something like this. Me too. With a child. I mean, back in the day, hurricanes would come and you would just find it as a reason to party all weekend. Yeah, hurricane party. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, whatever, dude. Right where the drink came from. Yep. But and these days, as responsible mature adults we have little ones to look after yeah we have a whole house of guys, guys to look after and um it ain't no joke we see what's happened in houston with all the flooding and everything has been disastrous there so i think florida is taking it seriously mm. yeah but with that along along with that comes people acting all crazy not knowing how to manage their stress and, uh, you know. Oh, the media is adding to it. Like, you know, you can't figure out for one way or the other which way the storm's going. It's the uh, news is talking a little bit crazier than I think they should be at this point in time. We've stay, kind of stayed out of that. We haven't uh, really it's, subjected ourselves to such. I've had to deal with it because of work. Like, because yeah. I'm hearing, like, stories of people coming in and they're, like, already asking for time off and, yeah. you know, can I leave today? And I'm like, you know, we don't even know what's, where it's yeah. going to hit yet. You know, I'm not telling you what to do. But, so I think it's just got people rattled. But you're right. I like looking at it from, like, having kids. Yeah. I, yesterday I was stressed. I was like, okay, should I send, you know, Tam and the kids out, out of here? But yeah. then it's like, where do you send them? Because you have no idea where this thing's going. Right. So. Oh, yeah. We were, we're gonna ready to get in the car already today. Down. Hunker yeah, down. down. So. so, why do you think it is that people get so crazy? Because it's out of order. Yeah, fear of the unknown. Both of those. Yeah. Steve, all of the above. Oh, yeah. Um, and they're, they're losing control. They, don't, they feel like, you know, it's the, the illusion that I control my life is all of a sudden it's like, you know, I can't. I can't be in denial. I'm uncomfortable. This new camera angle's got me all jacked up. Which, you look good. I think you look you good. You got the Dude, clean shave got, this thing right clean here. Shaven, clean shaven, shaven. Your hair's cut. Got a haircut. And listen, remember, it's a podcast, right. Joe. Uh, well, people we're like video. to watch it, yeah. and we are really into uh, video casting. 
<laughs> Did you do your push-ups before you started? No, no dude, that shit's I old forgot. school. Yeah. That, you know, we were talking about the olden days, and yeah. my muscles just pop right just back pop in. Back. Muscle, it's called <laughs> muscle. It's muscle memory. I know. Yeah. So, so speaking them. of muscle memory, yeah. mm-hmm. back to the question, why do people act so crazy when this unknown threat is out there? And I believe it to be muscle memory. Yeah. Because they are crazy. And so the first step to life restoration is acceptance mm-hmm. of who you are, you know, and once you accept that and see things for what they are, then you're able to move beyond that. And so I truly believe that uh, we as a whole um, are crazy. You know, we've been programmed to be crazy. Mm-hmm. And so when something like this comes along and the media can pump it up, pump it up, then you can get to see what everyone is like on a large scale. And see, we don't really see what people are like on a large scale because we're all in our own little box. Mm -hmm. Everyone's put away real nice, and so they don't get out of the box. But when you look on Bay News 9 or or News Channel 8 or whatever, and you see everyone on 75 heading north right now, uh, after beating each other up for a bottle of water and a couple packs of smoke, or whatever batteries, you know. Um, like you, you just gotta close your eyes and breathe, right? You know, most days, right. when you're around people, you you might be around one or two people that get bumped or like rubbed, you know. Yeah. And this is like a collective smack to everybody simultaneously, and you see all these thousands of people revert to that behavior, that crazy behavior, like what they what we know, yeah. right? Like what we normally do when something bumps us. But it's just not normally in this mass quantity it's simultaneously. You With know, so things changing. Yeah, still ever changing. So it, it is. It's an interesting dynamic to kind of watch. Like, you were mentioning earlier, you were at the store and kind of watching stuff going on. I had the same experience today when I was in the store, too. And I was just, like, walking out and I'm watching these people. And I'm like, this is, like, nuts, man. Like, people are, you could just feel it. Like, the energy in the place was, like, frantic and heavy as all get out. Right. Yeah, it was, it was just it was just weird. And I just took a step back and kind of walked real slow out. I felt weird because I was like smiling. I know I probably I don't know if I, I was in a good mood, you know, and I wasn't there to like get gallons of water or anything. But it was like just an odd feeling walking out, going like I feel like I am like from another space <laughs> at this point in time than what is going on in this environment. It was a little nutty. Yeah. So it's kind of like uh, the. You know, Tampa, Florida, really, all, all of Florida right now has their very own D Rock. Mm-hmm. D Rock. That's the hashtag of the day. D Rock. And so that goes back to that thing again about we normally don't see people in this place mm-hmm. where they get pushed. And so what we know to be true is that I just got the the quantum field riding the quantum wave, goose pimples just shot through my entire body is this place of fear, this place of uncertainty, this place of unknown in regards to the future is where the magic happens. Mm -hmm. And what you end up seeing is uh, people as a whole not having any clue who they are. Right. And simply just continuing in the old story, the old program of being told who they are and told what to do, where to go, all that type of stuff. And... It's not that we're like against 
hurricane preparedness or anything <clears throat> like that out there, so don't get mad at us. But and if you do, oh well. But um, it's about being able to just see things for what they are and what's your responsibility and what you're not, what's not your responsibility and you know, continuing to live in that pattern of, of fear and insanity or breaking free from it. And Robin and I had a, an interesting uh, week last week of breaking free of our insanity. Segway. Segway right into the... Yeah. Man, you, you know... That's, good. that's how it's done. So when you when you sign up to be like a professional actor and you and you like, what do you fill out a form or something and then that happens and then they teach you these, these phrases? Is that how it works? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just curious because I know that you came from... that you lived in California and you were in Hollywood and all that stuff. See, I am Hollywood, mm-hmm. and you live there, so uh, I was just curious, you know, maybe that I want to know when I can learn these, this, the that way That was this, a great segue. I know. Into the next thing that we were going to talk about, for our interesting week. I was actually giving I thought maybe you got a segue, I really wasn't no, sure what you were saying. That's a little scooter thing. I know. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I, do they normally say, does like... The actor walk out yes, onto the and set go, and go, oh, that was a great Segway! segway. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, sometimes they do. Segway. Alright, so anyway. So? So I wasn't here. So I was, yeah. yeah, I was out. So, I'm so like, why weren't you here? Well, um, oh yeah, everybody's sick at my place. I was trying to remember for it. It seems like a long time ago. So all the kids were sick, and the uh, house was down for the count. And so my wife had asked me if I would please stay home and help. And so I more than willingly said yes because it had been a rough few days. It ended up being all week. So that was my, you know, chill out as much as I wanted to be here because part of me is like, yeah, dude, just deal with it. I'll be home. It's not that like they're going to bed anyway. But I've learned over the last year year or two, like when she reaches out, (coughs) we got to, that's one thing when she reaches out, like she tells me she's had enough. I know she's had enough. So, yeah. I've, I've uh, learned that with her, like, when that's said. With the like, kids, you mean? With the kids, yeah, well, she's right. had enough I'm with the kids. just clarifying for yeah. all those at home. She's had enough with me, then she calls Jason, not me, and says that. <laughs> <laughs> but she's like, if it's with the kids, she'll call me and be like, hey, I, you know. I need, yeah, I need you to come home, you know. And if she, yeah. if it's me, then she calls Jason and says, hey, can you talk to him before he comes home? So, um, this was one of those ones where she called me. Yeah. But, yeah, that's right. Well, I don't know if it was because you weren't here we were feeling that lack or what, but mm. that makes stuff me feel went good. down last yeah. Wednesday night. Tell me about it. So much so that we nixed the podcast. Yeah. We went deep, and this is our first time talking about it to each other. We've not held really. that. Not really. Not really. Kind of. Uh-oh. This not is really. good. Yeah, right? I shared Front a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, you told me some I took some notes. I shared a little bit. Not with me? Yeah. Well, let's let's get let's, into it yeah, a little let's bit. Get into it. Let's talk about this. So, where do we start? Mm-hmm. What happened? So, you guys were here. Yeah. Jason is Jason the bad guy in the story? No. Okay. He's he's the uh, villain. Is he the villain? No. Segway villain enters story. <laughs> 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 dun, dun, dun. 
actually describe it. I believe from the get-go, from the first walk in the office, it was just pew, pew, pew. Some things had built up that we had not dealt with, and we just let it loose. Both got So let's hurt. just, for, for the, you know, suffering of the viewing, listening audience right now, it, it was just a, a moment in time where right. it was time to do business on a marital level. <laughs> and it, we don't have to get into the details unless you want to, but um, m the reason why I segued into it was so that we could share the restoration side of it, the life restoration right. side of it. And say here we are one week later. Yeah. And um, what's Still happened? Remember. So we, you know, for all intents and purposes, we hit the wall. Yeah. M you more than me. Yeah. But where are we now? And I'm not sure why you keep looking at me like I'm. I'm not going to tell you what to say. No, like I, I want, want you, you to, tell to me share to with say, everybody else so that they can hitting the wall, take away from what, it. what do you mean by that? Because um, people don't understand. Physically, emotionally, spiritually, uh, all encompassing in regards to marriage. And like we generally it's like get along really, really the well. Wall and everything and explodes. Bam! We just, everything exploded in a hot minute and... We had to face some things that I was feeling. Yes. Yes. Okay. And where That's are good. you today? Um, I would say that I am... On a scale of one to ten. Yeah, right? <laughs> I can definitely look at the What's thoughts and emotions that I, I was feeling and see what was driven by emotions and what was not true and what I was holding on to that may be sometimes true but not more often than not true but I was holding on to it like it was the truth so over the last six days what is the one thing that stood out to you Just that you've where? like learned like God has showed you the universe has showed you other people have showed you what have you become aware of since that moment in time more than anything else. How amazing you are. Well, duh. No, um, it's so easy to see, though. Yeah, right. I know. I know, you, I know you saw it. Um, no, the thanks for making me look bad. Um, I think the actual uh, being aware, the actual state of being aware of all things, is definitely one thing that I have become aware of is just like on so many levels but if I had to name one um, that things are not always as I see them or as I feel them that would be the awareness of feeling a certain way and that it begins and ends with me so what is a feeling emotion what is a feeling? Yeah, where does it, where do feelings come from? 
here and here. Well, the, f- the kind of feelings. Oh, wait, that we're on a podcast. The, I'm hard in my head. The kind of feelings that you were feeling, where does that come from? Because I think for everyone out there, they're like, you know, what does that mean, feeling? And we speak on a different level here at Adonai Restoration and, and in the Office of Infinite Possibilities, where we sometimes forget that others don't know that we have gone to great lengths to find out the why in certain things. And so in the, the why in regards to the feelings is identifying its source. And its source was not the heart. Mm-hmm. Its source was the head. Mm-hmm. Most people, when they're living in fight, flight, or freeze state, which is all of Florida, right now at this current moment in time whatever time it is they're 75 everyone's fleeing they're freaking out they're living in the survival state right now which is kind of where we were last Wednesday Mm. they're living out of this place in here this delusion this illusion of the mind which is called thought and what we know to be true is that our creator the creator of all things whatever you want to label that as has given us free will from thought moving forward. And so thoughts repeated over time become feelings. Mm-hmm. Feelings that are manifested or, or um, uh, entertained for a long period of time become emotions. Mm-hmm. And so it takes a little bit to get from a, a thought to a feeling to an emotion. So that's kind of what I want to wanted you to share is that it's not necessarily what you were feeling, even though the statement's correct. What I'm feeling may or may not be correct. Mm-hmm. But more importantly than that, for people to understand is just because I think it doesn't make it so. Mm-hmm. Because it's the thinking that causes the feeling. Mm-hmm. It's not any <clears throat> other way around. And so we really got to go to the source and find out what the why is so that we can break free of what? Ourselves, who we are. Because we are our our own problem. We're our biggest enemy. Um, Is that the process, just to make sure I'm following you right, that's the process where you're saying it leads to emotions, which leads to moods, which leads to attitudes. Which leads to a character. Which leads to personality. Right, like, okay. Yeah, it, it all starts the longer from you, thought. Yeah, it starts, and the longer you keep that thought and process that thought, it progresses eventually to your personality type. Right. And that's why people like he's a negative person, or he's got a negative personality, or an angry personality, or a resistant personality, or whatever it may be. It started with this thought that was entertained, right? And then almost meditated on, and Correct. repeated, and repeated, focused, focused on, and then it became habitual as it would be, as part of your programming. Right. Okay. Yeah. And so it, it, what happens is is it's the conscious decision, that's thought, mm-hmm. to a unconscious or subconscious program. Right. That just runs. It just runs all and the you time. You don't even know why you're in. So she, she, so was she somewhere, I wasn't here, so she was somewhere down the line past thought, somewhere in emotion, or, um, or mood. She's sitting you know? here, would so it be we emo- can... Because break it, it down for you. It had been a little while, but I think it's interesting because I don't think this is unique 
um, especially in marriages where you're going a million miles an hour, right? Yeah. Like you got you got your stuff going on, you got your stuff going on, you guys have cross, yeah. and you're trying to take care of that, and then like sometimes it's like you just don't realize in the moment because we're not we don't stop and make ourselves aware of those things constantly like as we should at least i don't right and and all of a sudden it's like boom i didn't even realize i was getting in this mood or whatever yeah. it is and then i walk in and bam yeah. all of a sudden it's like whoa and in some ways it feels like where did that come from but the reality is it didn't just happen when you walked in the room it's been happening for whatever sometime whether yeah. it's a day a week a month or whatever it is that you've been entertaining and repeating yeah yeah, I think that it's that it's easiest to understand if you actually know what I was feeling or what yeah. I was thinking. And Jake asked the question, do you think what you think he accepts you, right, for who you are and where you're at right now, what position you're in? And I said, no. And I really meant it. And he said it again, do you mean, what do you mean, do you, you don't think Jason accepts you for who you are and what position you're in right now? I said, no, absolutely not. And then I named all these reasons why I felt that he didn't accept me. Mm-hmm. And so I think that was kind of the earth-shattering thing is just to feel like you're in this great relationship and have these great things. But deep down, I was entertaining the thought of he doesn't, like, he doesn't approve of me. He doesn't accept me for who I am today. Not, you know, successful professional Robin, but, you know, cancer survivor, you know, lost my hair, don't have a job Robin. And so it was just this, this, um, realization that I didn't believe my own husband even accepted me for who I was and where I was, as in like not being a good enough mom not wanting to spend time with me, spending more time here and with right. the guys, you know, being here seven days a week, not having meals together, like these things in my head of what a, like Jason would say, la-la land or fantasy fairy land, fairy, fairy tale, tale. Um, you know, would look like. Yeah. And I know, and I've been on board with, why he's here i mean obviously without me working he has to work you know we have to try to keep our head above water somehow and i know i see the work that he's doing with the guys but in that moment and some of it was also um let's say what's the best way to say it like influenced by motions that i was personally going through as a female um just felt like at the end of the day he really didn't accept me for where I was in this moment in time or he would be doing X, Y, and Z. Spending more time with me, having meals with me, spending more time with Cross, you know, just a whole laundry list of things that in my head made it as though he didn't accept me. So, another great stopping focus point here is just to see you know you we were talking about all those types of things but really the body living in the body which we know to be fight flight or freeze it was really amplifying right any kind of thought feeling or emotion 
times a billion. That's the word I was looking for a while ago, amplifying. And you, it, I think what we did was just really examine the undeniable. And that was a difficult process. Yeah. And it usually is. Yeah. Well, and it took me a while because I was not in a position to hear and receive what they were saying to me. I don't think, you know, when I hear you sharing what you're sharing right now, you're talking about the way you're feeling. I don't, I don't know that I, mean, I, I don't know that that's really unique to a lot of women out there that feel go through those phases especially when you have kids and you're going yeah. through a life change where maybe you were working and then now you're home for whatever reason right. you know like in yeah. you're like moving in this direction and then life hands you something different which is great you know and in your sense in your case you had two things happen one that wasn't so great and right. one you know cross it was and then but directionally your life right. completely changed and you've had to like kind of t- take a step back and look at who you really are and start understanding that. But I think a lot of women have to do that at that right. point in time. And then yeah. you start looking around and going like, and then you have these, you don't realize the expectations that you still have upon yourself. Right. And God, we do this too. But in those situations, until you bump into that stuff and you find yourself feeling the way you're feeling, you realize yeah. like, well, I had this expectation that, you know, and then, then you get into where your fairy tale was, which was, yeah. you know, Jason's going to come home at six o'clock and we're going to have, dinner and I'm gonna you know we're gonna have two two kids and a half a dog and whatever you know like it yeah. almost gets that ridiculous when you start laying some of them out not, I don't know yours was but yeah you, know, you start hearing like some of mine's like that like when I start laying out some of the things that I thought were gonna be the way things were yeah and you know Tam and I've struggled with that which like when you have three kids and like what you thought your relationship was gonna be like with kids because we had no concept three you know, little kids three little kids and or one little kid you know yeah. it's just different you know and it's it's not uh, it's great, but it's not easy. And it, right. You know, it's just none of us got handed a book on how to do it. You didn't? <laughs> no, I didn't get mine in the mail. Me I might have sent it to my old house. <laughs> <laughs> they had their your old address. Old address. Yeah. Yeah, Pinellas County Jail. Had to throw that one in. Hashtag authentic. Oh yeah, I like to pr- promote them anytime I can. Yeah. Good, good institution. Yeah, man. Good food. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, so that was it. I mean, yeah, I I definitely think I'm not alone. My situation is not unique. That is something that um, most women struggle with, not feeling enough or worthy. And it was just interesting how it came out the way it came out. We were just trying to talk about it because I'm like, he's not, he's misunderstanding everything that I'm saying. And he was saying, you know, whatever he was saying, and then we just kind of got into it. And I'm like, no, he doesn't accept me. And then, you know, we were trying to break that down. And, I mean, I don't know. I mean, like, what what has your take been on it? I mean, have you been able to understand how I could be feeling the way I was feeling? Or did you clinically just look at it and say, you know, she was thinking from – you know, the head or whatever. I mean, like, it's interesting um, to hear your understanding. Because you talked about it with Jake, but you haven't talked about it with me. I, I think that, you know, as we walked away from the conversation, the hard part was is being who I am, which is somebody who knows the clinical answer, 
or the spiritual answer even, or whatever answer they want to put in a book out there, where you can identify what things are. But that doesn't change the moment in time. It doesn't change the suffering. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't change the fact that uh, we were having a conversation and I've had conversations with married couples that were half as serious as that that are now divorced and separated from one conversation. Right. And so to be, to, to go through that and wear all the different hats that I wear in any given relationship, any given time, much less ours, mm-hmm. um, and then just look at it all and, and see things for what they are. But that pain, that suffering that you had in your heart, uh, you know, there's nothing that I can do about that, that that's the undeniable thing, is that I can have every answer in the book, but the reality is, is that until I have empathy for you and accept you for who you are in that moment, that there's no way in hell any of us are walking away from this grenade that just went off. Yeah. Right. Because if I were to then go and react out of the, out of the body, um... Eckhart Tolle calls it the pain body, because uh, that's what the body is, is is traditionally a lot of pain. And the older you get, it's all it is, the body, the physical body, is simply a, uh, a memory of pain the older you get. And so if you're not dealing with that stuff, then uh, it's going to wreck you. And so for me, I, I, you know, I just had a tremendous empathy for... I said to Jake, I said, you know, and the funny thing is, is for that, you know, those of y'all who don't know who Jake is, Jake's our houseman. Yeah. And so here we are caught in this moment in time. And I knew that we had to have someone else in here yeah. at that moment. And I he said, was already in here. I said, Jake, you know, get, it's time, you yeah. know, it's time to Step put up. your big boy <laughs> pants on <laughs> and you, you're getting ready to experience something that you are not prepared for and you may not think that you're ready for but it will be okay you know you just need to be who you are in the moment yeah. and um, you don't sign up for stuff like that but he was able to be that intercessor and the work that he's done up to this moment in time, four plus years, put him in a place to where he could see things for what they are and communicate and be a mirror. Yeah. And um, really, that's all it is. But anyway, I looked at him and said, you know, you know, we're going to get through this, but it's it does suck. You know, it's difficult. Yeah. Life's a bitch. You know, and that's the undeniable. It doesn't mean that you get to quit. Period. Like, it's not like, oh, my, my pain body hurts. I'm quitting. Like, they're all, everyone in Florida right now doesn't get to quit. Yeah. It's like, if you have a family and you have this or you have that, there's things in which you have to do. You don't just get to curl up in a ball and say... I'm not ready to receive this anymore. Yeah. I'm not listening to you. I don't want to hear this. And somewhere along the line over the last couple generations, it, I believe a lot of it has to do with Western medicine, is we've given people the permission to do that. 
yeah, tap to quit. Out. Yeah, just tap out when it gets too uncomfortable. The, uh, and the, re- the, the reason why is that I have this label that says, oh, well, my doctor says I'm clinically depressed, so I'm tapping out and I'm getting in bed and watching reruns yeah. and curling up in a ball. <clears throat> you don't get to do that. Right. In real life, yeah. in reality, and somewhere along in, along this adventure of life is we've got these professionals out there that are actually writing fairy tale scripts for people, and it's not like fairy tale happily ever after. It's you're you're clinically depressed. You are. Yeah. Here's your excuse. This you are that, yeah. and so then that is your fairy tale is that yeah. you get you don't have to deal with reality. Right. So, or I can justify my inability to deal you with know, I, I can look at my notes here real quick and, and go back. I didn't, I haven't taken a ton, but I've done a ton of meditation since then. You know, that's the one thing that I knew that I had to do. Yeah. Um, I did because I knew I didn't have the answer. I knew I could identify a couple different things, but I went into some meditation. I listened to a lot of things. Ironically, I've spent a lot of time over the last seven days, a heck of a lot more than I normally would when I'm taking my own inventory and examining the undeniable, is listening to a female voice Yeah. in my meditation. receiving of information, Yeah. whether it's in meditation or listening to uh, life restoration type of material, quantum material, which is like... It's not that I chose to do that. It just happened. And so the universe, God, your creator, will give you exactly what you need in every single moment if you're willing to do the work. If you're willing to listen and not go based off of the pain body, which is I tap out, or we. I think I recently made a video of this. You know, i got to have my book here and my three screens and my meditation upstairs with my tea and music in the background and 63 degrees and blah 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 blah, the way I like it instead of looking at things that way you just simply consume what has been given to you in the moment and use it for what it is not for what you want it to be and so that was my reflection over the last seven days is I have spent more time in the last seven days listening to a female voice than I have probably in two years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, that was one of the really interesting things. And so maybe it's getting me in touch with that creative, uh, empathetic person that's in here, not the guy who has the clinical answers and mm. tells you what to do and drill instructor, plow through it. All that type of stuff, which I can be overly good at. Uh, let's see. I was gonna say while you're looking at that, I know one of the things that you mentioned, and as she was bringing up the fact of, and when you get in these kind of conversations, there's this feeling of I need you to understand me and where I'm coming from. Yeah, we talked about that. And and that that goes both ways, right? And then like when both people get in that position. It's like, it's an, it's an unending, crazy conversation of, like, I'm talking and you're saying your point back to me and I'm, and like, we're going like this and everything keeps escalating because I'm not telling you anything for you to like bounce anything back. I'm trying to get you to like understand what I'm saying and the other person's not really trying to understand. They're trying to say whatever they're trying to say. 
And one of the things that Jason suggested to me that he just repeated that he did, which was the first thing you've got to do is take a step in empathy towards the other person right. to understand just where they're at. Like, it's, you know, and just, and I use the word appreciate, but just understand or appreciate where they're coming from. Right. It doesn't mean you have to agree with them. It doesn't mean any of that. It just put yourself in a place of empathy so you can start to connect. Right. You know, otherwise you're at, you're at this weird place where it's like, you're yelling across at each other and nothing's getting resolved other than both you get both the people involved get more angry. Right. So it was good to hear. I just want to reiterate that because yeah. I don't know if anybody heard that come through, but that position of empathy is really important. Yes. So that what that tells me is that I practice what I preach because I did not hear myself saying that. No, you did. You know. That was that's the that's the thought, feeling, emotion that has turned into a skill that I don't even think about anymore. Right. I just go there. Because I've made it happen. So anyway, I just wrote down some stuff that you had said throughout the meeting. And then I identified me, which was, you know, what it did to me. And I had written down that it wrecked me. And it put me in this place of abandonment, which is the old story for me. It's the pain of the past, you know, from early on. And has continued to be off and on throughout my life. If I'm not willing to look at things for what they are. So I was able to see where some of that pain, that suffering was coming from. Uh, blah, blah, blah. So, and then I just wrote what I who I am and, and what I was willing to do. And so for me, I said, I will not accept, and this might be hard for you, but this is what I wrote. I will not accept the word, thoughts, feelings, or emotions because I know that... Um, I know that these things are not true based on the undeniable past. So what I did was I went back and I said, is this true? Is this true? Is this true measured against not how you felt or what you said, but based on the facts of experience, so history. And so I said, okay. And then it says... Um, Something, I can't even read my own writing. Interestingly enough, people are probably going to think this is really weird. But I'm going to say it because I really don't give a shit what you think. <laughs> um, I know that I have grown. Uh, I know that I'm great. I am growing. I am powerful. I am, I am limitless. I am infinite. And then I wrote, I forgive Robin. And know that she's reacting out of her pain body. And then I said, I will focus on some areas in which I can help her not to feel these things. More time at home. More time focused on doing particular things. More time working on self. Uh, mostly working on acceptance of self. And then... I said, I've written something down that... Tony and Robbins had stuck out in my head about how we can't remember things when we get in this pain body place because we're our uh, our rule or fairy tale doesn't match our blueprint mm -hmm. or so our reality doesn't match what we've created in mm -hmm. here what we think is supposed to happen and so a lot of times what ends up happening in that place is that we lose our memory mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know why I wrote that down, but I did. And because we talked about it. 
last Wednesday that I couldn't, I was overlooking all the things that you did bedside when I was puking everywhere and I was only holding on to the recent, you know, right. days or whatever. So, you, and you were saying you don't remember. Yeah, I think those those emotions call cause like tunnel vision. Right? Like oh, you're yeah. not able to see everything. It's just the stuff that proves your point. Right. <laughs> I just wrote every moment, focused on what is. Um. And I think that was it. Probably some other stuff in here, but those were like the most immediate, yeah. like coming off of the conversation the next day, and having a meditation, <clears throat> and then writing some stuff down. Yeah. So that's where I was with that. We're and I think I made the adjustments personally over the last week. And in a perfect world, yeah, we would have sat down and shared more and talked about it. But instead, we just do it live. Do it live. We do it when we have the opportunity to do it. And yeah. we quit blaming our environment or other people for this lack that we have inside of us. And we, and we talked about this last night. Yeah. You know, it's like... It, it, it begins and ends with us. It begins and ends with you. It begins and ends with me. And if I'm not willing to look at me and right. say, is there any other reality other than what I think right now? Is right. there a, any other possibility? And if I'm not willing to get into that place, then nothing is going to change in your life. And I wasn't willing to at first. I know. No for, one is, really. For, for a while. Let's just say I kept repeating that over and over and over. Yeah. Like this many hours, folks. Four hours. <laughs> no. Four hours. No, That's a long one. No, but it was, I kept saying it over and over because I wasn't ready to hear what they had to say. Yeah, but there's also there's also part of you that's been conditioned to stay and engage in this. Like a lot of people would just run out of the conversation. They, I wanted to. I, I even told well, them. It doesn't matter what. The old me would. Yeah, but, when, that's, but that's, you know, that's a lot of us want to run out. I we mean, did take a break. Yeah, I mean, we had a half time. Yeah. Well, well that's I okay. talked to Jake and then, yeah. But and the conversation I, I, kept going. Jake and I talked and I and he said, well, you know, you know what you'd say to me? And I'm like, oh, dude, I trained you too good. Yeah. You, you got to do the work. Well, that will also too. And then that's when I brought yeah. it back in and finished up. Wow. Ugh. It was more like starting started back over. up again. <laughs> and then. <laughs> Rewind to start <laughs> over. Oh, man. It was rough. But well, it's like, cool to hear, like, you walk through your stuff, but I think it's important for people to understand that in one way you're talking about how you had to look down and look at the undeniable of what was what you guys were discussing and what she felt and thought, what was real and what wasn't real, and then also own what things you needed to work on and change. It wasn't like you just disregarded everything she said. Like, oh, well, you're in a bad mood, so the way you feel about wanting to spend time with me or having uh, having dinner or whatever it may be, that's on the list of crazy town, yeah, right? Yeah. It's not that. You look at it and you say, okay, it starts and stops with me. So what can I do with this and, and these needs that she has as my wife? And how do I build into that relationship with her? So I thought that was cool how you went back and did that because I think some people would hear, oh, well then, you know, because a lot of us in the moment, we would say like, well, you're just mad and, da -da 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 right. and cut that off and not acknowledge and empathize with that position that she's in, which is legitimate. It's just how she's processing it in the moment and putting herself in a place of lack that's making her feel the way she's feel, feeling. So that was cool how you walked through and did the work to come to that conclusion. Yeah. And then and made changes, which doesn't surprise me, but for the sake of the podcast, I'm explaining it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. 
Well, it kind of surprised me, to be honest with you, because, I mean, some of the stuff that was said was rough. Yeah. You know, and so if I don't do the work, then that becomes who I am. Yeah. Because now I'm reacting, living in the pain body. Mm-hmm. I'm doing exactly the same thing that she was doing. And so I have to force myself to see things for what they are and identify them and deal with them based on fact or fiction mm-hmm. and uh, and then take action. Well, and then there was moments when we were talking where you literally felt like it could be over. Like it was devastation completely. The Category 5 storm It hit. was. Mm. And, Irma and God. She, Irma God. She's evacuating. Irma God. She's just laying me to the waist. Yeah. No. He thought that. He said some things. And I'm like, what? How could you think that? You know? But to see you turn around that individually just with, like, your thoughts of, like, man, this is over. And then by the time we were finished talking that night, we were like, you know, holy shit, what did we just do? this is the worst moment of our marriage and we've had some rough moments and then but before we left like I know that we both knew it was going to be okay what well, has to be yeah the truth is is that it's going to be okay yeah that's not the fairy tale the truth is is that if you accept the moment and you continue on you don't tap out and you do the work it's going to be okay. It's it okay. always is okay. Yeah. It always works out if we're willing to accept that. Yeah. We, the, that, that is the unknown. I just yeah. hung 10 again on the quantum wave. That is, you know, the surrender to the infinite possibility and not being in control of how it is going to work out. That's yeah. the part I think most people struggle with the most, of right? Course. Is it like, they hear that thought of it's over, right? Like it goes through there. Yeah. I know I've, I have heard that in arguments that I've had with Tam with like, holy shit, this is it, dude. This mm-hmm. is, the, I, it's like in a flash, it's almost like Armageddon. something goes, boom. It's yeah. Irma. It's like Irma, Irma God. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. You know? It's pack the car, yeah. get pack out the car, it's time to go. And, it's the end of the world. Yeah, and then if you just don't engage that and just like, push through it like you're saying accept what's going on listen and empathize and move through the moment and continue to conversate about it then you realize like i don't have to go down that path it's not it's not armageddon you know it's just feel like it for a second it it feels like it yeah but it's not you know and and go and understand that when you go into it and you know being being in the position that where i've gone through numerous times in other situations and with my wife and and you you know the same thing you you practice in a sense you know that, I guess you'd say. So for, for those people who ha- you know, have a tendency or haven't been through that, it's important to understand like that thought is fine. Right. Entertaining that thought and hanging on to that thought right. is the problem. Yeah. Right? You know, it's, it's totally hu- normal as a human being to have that a big argument with someone that you love more than anybody on the, on the earth and having that thought like, because they're saying things to you that are right. your old stories going, bam, 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 like all kinds bam, of stuff. Bam. Unforgivable. Uh, yeah, unforgivable stuff. And all you're hearing is like, I'm awful. Blah, 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 this is terrible. And, and and all you want to do at the moment is tap out. Yeah. You know? And for me, one of the things I've had to really make an agreement with myself way back when was is that that's not an option. Even though I might hear that as an option, 
it is not an option on the table. Yeah. You know, and like there's not an option for me to tap out with my kids. There's not an option for me to tap out with my wife. There's yeah. not you know, all these things where we think there we you know there are these options because society's told us that it's okay or someone's given us the prescription that it's okay doesn't mean that's real. Mommy says yeah, we can, mommy says whatever. you know come back home and and do that whole thing. It doesn't like, mean it's real. It it doesn't mean it. Yeah. And it, and just because you do it doesn't make it real either. No. And that's divorce, that's right. you know the epidemic with uh uh, children or adult children in society right yeah. now uh, you can see it in all these other places just because you do something doesn't mean that it's okay to do it yeah. like it's not an option you're either gonna get through this or you're gonna be you know some guy that has four or five marriages that are all destroyed yeah, or you just condition yourself to tap out that's right. why i say people that get married multiple times it gets easier and easier and faster and faster to get divorced statistically why? you've just practiced you're practicing every time i get uncomfortable i know exactly what to do now i'm out you know i'm done <laughs> tap out no. well my brother's not a big fan of brazilian jiu-jitsu he says it condition you to quit when you get uncomfortable yeah you know and um a shout it, out to that's a shout out muay thai kale <laughs> boom yeah. There you go. Oh, but it's it's a mental practice, you know. Mm -hmm. So and life is a balance between a physical practice and a mental practice, and yeah. you're either on the adventure of your life or you're not, and you're a zombie and you're doing what you're told and hoping, wishing, begging, and praying that it's Some all going to turn out right and. Uh, and be like the fairy tale you always imagined. Right. And that's life not, is not a fairy tale. Life is not a fairy tale. There's no mm. doubt about it. So. Well, I appreciate you guys letting me share my real life mm. story on air tonight. No. I think it was very helpful to people. It was helpful to me to hear it again, to understand how seven days ago where we were. And it's very real. Putting it out there. That, you know, hey, last seven days ago, we weren't so sure we we're going to make it another day, but we did the hard work and we're still working. I have a lot of work to do on my own, but this is um, definitely a start and I think it gives us power to share that in hopes to help others, but ultimately helping ourselves because I don't want to go hoping, wishing, praying, and begging. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. no, not... No. Let's not do that. Yeah. So, any closing remarks? Eric, no, you had just, a lot of good feedback. I'm just thinking about how much this resembles the hurricane. Like, people want to escape. <laughs> yeah. You know, and trying to run away from who you are and mm -hmm. where oh, yeah. you are. Because it's getting rough. Not and that's not saying where like, you're going. Not, it's, it's, it's because of where you came from. Yeah, where you came from. And so you've been you know, conditioned that storms coming to run yeah. and yeah. flee and tap out and do all Grab these different you things. Can, get out as fast and the as truth you can. is, is that Don't if you back. close your eyes, see here's the key. Here's yeah. the ending. Here's the ending plug. Muse, muse. Muse. We plug Sims Muay Thai. Now muse meditation. Push-ups for, for the, the brain. brain. So, if I would have not meditated the next day for 40 minutes. Actually, I think I did 12 and then 40 or something like that. Yeah. But I would have not ever been able to hear 
myself in those things in which I wrote down and then begin to take action. Yeah. Like I had to get quiet and be with myself where I came from and hear my heartbeat and close my eyes and shut the doors and 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 get in line, get in tune with who I am. And when you do that, when you take the time, the results always, always, always happen. So. There you go. So let's segue into some dance music. Dance so for music. those of you that are that are out there uh, running from Irma. Irma. Uh, Irmageddon. We just want you to know that we will be here when you get back. Yeah. yeah. And so in continuation of knowing that you're going to be supplied with everything that you need. This song uh, was posted like the next day or on A State of Trance, Armin Van Buren. Mm. And uh, this was his new latest single that he promoted. And I sat there and I listened to it and it just lit me up. And I immediately sent it to Robin and said, this is my new favorite song and it's your song. So, here. Let me help you out here. <laughs> 